You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, we are back with the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. Took yesterday off, but as promised, we are here to kickstart your Thursday with some Penn State football conversation. Before we get into everything coming up in today's episode, I want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts of your car will ever need. Make sure to visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. I'm your host of the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. My name is Kevin McGuire. I'm a contributor to AthlonSports.com and the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com on the USA Today Sports Media Group. And in today's episode, we're going to take a look at some of the numbers that a couple former Penn Staters are going to wear as they begin their NFL careers. Lackawanna College continues to be a pipeline for Penn State junior college transfers. And a couple top 25 lists that ESPN has put out this week that we're going to touch on. One regarding the post-spring power rankings, see where Penn State falls into that mix. And the future outlook of defenses around the country, we'll see where Penn State fits into the mix on the national equation. So we've got a pretty good show for you today. And of course, if you want to make sure you never miss a single episode of the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast, the best way to do that is to follow on your favorite podcasting app. I know there's been some issues lately with Apple Podcasts, so if you are a subscriber on Apple Podcasts, just keep in mind they are working on those issues. They know what it is, but of course you can find us on all the podcasting apps out there, so whatever one works best for you, including Spotify or the Odyssey app, make sure you give us a follow, and of course leave those ratings and reviews wherever they are available, and if you leave a five-star review on any of those platforms, take a screenshot of it. Tweet it to us at Locked On Nittany, and we'll give you a special shout out later on this week. We usually will do that on Friday's podcast, but we may sprinkle them in whenever we get them. So make sure you take a screenshot of your five star review, pass it along to us so we know we can check it out and uh, see what you have to say. Of course, like I said, we are on Twitter at Locked On Nittany, but we're also on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitch, all using the username of Locked On Nittany. Once again, I'm kind of doing a little bit of a refresh on the whole Twitch account, so stay tuned to that. Looking forward to getting that up and running. So with all that out of the way, let's go ahead and get today's episode underway. And as I said, we're going to touch on some of the latest news coming out of the NFL as it relates to a couple of former Nittany Lions. Now, I will admit I don't have a full list of all the uniform numbers that these Penn Staters will be wearing at the NFL just yet. But I do know that Michael Parsons and Odafe Owe, I know what numbers they're going to be wearing with the Dallas Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens, respectively. Michael Parsons is going to be wearing a very familiar number. He's going to be wearing number 11 for the Cowboys. And Odafe Owe is going to be wearing number 99 with the Baltimore Ravens. Now, as I said, Michael Parsons in a familiar number 11, that's the number he wore at Penn State. And of course, now getting a chance to wear the same uniform number in the NFL, that's got to be pretty cool because I obviously know that a lot of football players cherish their uniform number, cherish their jersey number. Some take it a little bit more to heart than others, but I think that it'll be pretty cool for Michael Parsons to continue his football career on the playing field that he really wanted to play on. If you remember some of the thoughts that were coming out of him after the, the Cotton Bowl win against Memphis, now he's going to get a chance to play in that same stadium for his home games, and he's going to get to wear the same number 11. So pretty cool. And, of course, this is kind of made possible this year because the NFL has updated its uniform policy, much more relaxed on what uniform numbers various players can wear based on their position. Uh, so a lot more numbers available to a lot more players, including the linebackers. So, so Michael Parsons gets a chance to wear 
number 11. Now, away is a little bit of a different situation. There's already a number 28 on the Baltimore Ravens. I forgot to jot down his name, but there's already a number 28 on that team. Uh, so I don't know if Owe wanted the number 28 or not, but you know, the bottom line is he's going to be going with number 99. And of course, the Baltimore Ravens are going to be using him as an outside linebacker, which was kind of suspected was going to be the case when he went to the NFL because he may not have necessarily had the ideal uh, frame for defensive end, but he could very well fit at an outside linebacker position based on his speed, based on his agility. Uh, so it's going to be pretty cool. But bottom line is, even with the expanded roster or the expanded numbers that are available to the different players, uh, number 28 was already taken. So he had to find a new number. Uh, maybe he was going to find a new number anyway. I don't know. But like I say, he's going to be wearing the number 99 with the Baltimore Ravens. Now, before I went ahead and record, I did check to see if the Pittsburgh Steelers put out their rookie uniform numbers yet so I could see what number Pat Frymuth was going to be wearing. I didn't see it. Uh, I'm not saying that it isn't out there right now, or maybe it's been posted since I recorded this episode, but I'll keep tabs on that. And of course, I didn't take a look at some of the other players like Will Fries and Michael Mennett and Chaka Tony. So I don't know if those numbers are out there yet, but you know, I can always update that in tomorrow's podcast if I come across anything. Or if you happen to know, make sure you tweet it to us at Locked on Nittany so we can give you credit for relaying that information to us. And it would be greatly appreciated if you do that. But it all got me thinking way back in the day, in my earlier days of being a of growing football fan, getting into sports for the first time. Uh, two teams that really stuck out to me were the 1993 Phillies and the 1994 Penn State football team. Those are the two teams that really got me invested in the, the two teams I follow most closely to this day. Uh, so that 94 team, obviously, uh, with Penn State, you know how good they were. Kajana uh, Carter and Kerry Collins, they obviously went on to be top 10 picks in the uh, 1995 NFL draft. So did Kyle Brady. But just looking at all these uh, news and information about the numbers that rookies coming from Penn State are going to be wearing got me thinking about when I was in my younger days and actually had a couple of sports jerseys. I never had a huge collection of sports jerseys. I know a lot of people have uh, football jerseys filling up their closets. I had a couple here and there throughout the years, but the two football jerseys I had uh, very early on, I, ha I did have a Penn State jersey. Uh, I believe it was a 32. It might have been a, quote, Kajana Carter, but of course it wasn't necessarily Kajana Carter. But I also had a Kajana Carter Cincinnati Bengals jersey and a Kerry Collins Carolina Panthers jersey. I loved those jerseys. I probably liked the Panthers jersey a little bit better. I think I looked better in that one back in the day. Uh, and it certainly helped that Kerry Collins was able to play more games than, unfortunately, Kerry Collins Carter did. But uh, what what are the NFL jerseys that you own just specifically for a certain Penn State player? I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Do you have any jerseys in your collection at any point in time just because they played at Penn State? Now you get a chance to see uh, what they look like in an NFL jersey and you get to own that NFL jersey. Let me know. Share a photo with us on Twitter at Locked On Nittany. Let's have some fun with that discussion. If you have any jerseys you want to show off, let's see them. We'll retweet them and we'll uh, have some fun conversation along the way. Meanwhile, here in the state of Pennsylvania, it does look like things are going to start opening up. So maybe you're going to want to hit the road and go somewhere this summer. Best way to do that is to make sure your car or your truck is in good working condition. But if you need anything for your car, don't worry. Just go to rockauto.com. They're the family business that have been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. 
Doesn't matter what you need for your vehicle, rockauto.com is gonna make it very easy to find exactly what you need. That's right, you don't have to walk into a store, you don't have to be approached by a sales associate trying to sell you things you don't need, and you don't have to look through any confusing cross-reference guides to find the exact model number of whatever part you're looking for. Just go to rockauto.com and you enter the make and model of your vehicle and it brings you up the entire catalog of everything they have available specifically for your car or your truck. And of course, they're gonna give you the best prices available. It doesn't matter if you're a novice or professional. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Don't forget to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. This episode is also brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at a fair price point. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. It's ideal for engagement or Mother's Day or simply a beautiful conversation piece. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight. And of course, it is fairly priced, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. I'm personally pretty simple when it comes to my taste, so that's why the ring from Platte Boutique is amazing to me. It's so simple and clean, but the vintage details are just incredible. It's a perfect little ring that's so timeless, and it would make the perfect gift. So if you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure her forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. You have to hurry, though, because they will not be around for long. So find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. How about a little recruiting buzz for the Penn State Nittany Lions? That's right. On Wednesday, Penn State added a junior college transfer to the class of 2022 fold with Tyrese Mills. Philadelphia product. He's going to play safety. Another JUCO transfer to come out of Lackawanna College. Now, I got to say, with all the Lackawanna College players that Penn State has been adding to its roster throughout the years, uh, I think including already four players on the roster right now, this will be the fifth if they all stay on the same uh, roster uh, going into 2022, which I don't know if it's a guarantee if I have to double check that. But uh, there's, this is a little bit of a pipeline that Penn State has developed. I don't know how many players that Lackawanna College is sending to other colleges, but there's certainly something happening with Penn State and Lackawanna because they they are a good resource on the JUCO market for Penn State. And that's always good to have. It's always good to have a junior college that you can rely on to add players to your roster because that's what the junior colleges are. You know, I, I shouldn't say they're there to serve as like a JV for programs like Penn State, but junior colleges are there to allow players to continue to develop their game a little bit, maybe grow a little bit, maybe uh, improve the grades a little bit. There's various reasons to go to a junior college before you make the jump to an FCS school or an FBS school. And we have seen so many times over the years where junior college transfers can have a tremendous impact on a program, maybe not necessarily as a star player, but certainly adding depth to various positions and Penn State has taken advantage of Lackawanna College's uh, pipeline a little bit, and that will continue to be the case. So as for Tyrese Mills, there's no real great uh, amount of information on him. There's no real great scouting information. He's not even ranked right now by the recruiting services, and partly is because I think he only played in two games. I think I saw for uh, Lackawanna College last year due to the whole COVID situation. And I wasn't able to dig up a whole lot of information about his recruiting process coming out of high school. I do know that he made a visit 
to Texas A&M, I believe, is an unofficial visit. And I think Akron was another school that was interested, but for you know for whatever reason, he ended up going to a JUCO, uh, trying to to work his way into a better situation by the time uh, 2022 comes around. And that looks like it's going to be the case because uh, he certainly put out the inf- or the statement on Twitter saying that he's worked really hard to get into this kind of position. So he's really proud of that, obviously, as he should be. I think anyone who uh, works their way through the JUCO process, for whatever the reason may be. Uh, finally getting a chance to play for a program like Penn State is going to be a big achievement. So looking forward to seeing what this means for Tyrese Mills uh, moving forward. I can't say with any real certainty that he is going to be a big impact player. But again, uh, adding depth is always a good thing. And we've already talked before about how this defensive secondary is already pretty good as far as its depth for the 2021 season. Uh, you know, obviously there's going to be some roster turnover with players leaving for the NFL, maybe a transfer, who knows what's going to happen. Uh, so having another player that you can fill one of those spaces and maybe even develop into a guy that you rely on, on defense, that's always a good thing to have. And of course, this is a, a secondary that has a starter in Jair Smith, who also came from Lackawanna College. So that's what I'm saying. Lackawanna College has become a little bit of a pipeline for Penn State over the years. And I'd have to go back and uh, dig through the, the archives a little bit just to see how many transfers have come from Lackawanna College. And I gotta be honest, I should probably be paying more attention to what Lackawanna College is doing during the football season just to kind of keep an eye on things because you never know, one of their star players may be the next Nittany Lion in one of the recruiting cycles uh, to come. So like I said, he is a commitment for the class of 2022. So he's not going to be a part of the 2021 roster. Uh, So we're looking forward to see what he brings to the table in 2022. And if you look at the updated recruiting rankings for uh, Penn State and see where they are on the national level, this doesn't exactly move the needle at all because there isn't a ranking to based on uh, to to base mills on but Penn State is still holding firm with a top 10 class as of right now they've got the number six class in the 24 7 sports composite rankings which again is a kind of a a way of averaging all the different recruiting rankings that are out there including the 24 7 sports I, I guess it includes rivals I don't know if it includes ESPN as well however they managed to put that together uh, it's pretty well regarded as the consensus uh, ranking so uh, Penn State certainly a top 10 class right now, holding at the number six spot. doesn't necessarily mean that they will finish with a top 10 spot because some of these programs that are out there that are recruiting juggernauts are going to move up the rankings. Now, of course, you already see schools like Ohio State and Georgia. They're already at the top of the list, so that's to be expected. But uh, certainly, I think the, there was always going to be a focus on this class of 2022, kind of adding more quantity as well as quality compared to the class of 2021. Remember, uh, that class in 2021, this class that just came in this past uh, recruiting cycle, it was always going to be a smaller class. So you don't want to get too carried away with where Penn State ranked uh, compared to other schools out there because a smaller class is going to generate a smaller uh, composite ranking. That's just how it goes. So, you know, quantity is not necessarily the same as quality. I think that Penn State got some good quality. Uh, now it's just a matter of getting the quantity and the quality, which that it was always going to be the case for the class of 2022. So we should be seeing Penn State saying a much more highly ranked recruiting class in the class of 2022 than they did in 2021. Again, the addition of Tyrese Mills doesn't necessarily move Penn State up or down the ranking at all, but it is another really solid addition from a quality JUCO program 
that will continue to add depth at the very least for Penn State moving forward. And speaking of looking forward, who's going to win NFL's Defensive Rookie of the Year? Well, Penn State's very own Michael Parsons is the favorite on the board, according to the folks over at Bet Online. That's right. The other day, I took a look at the Defensive Rookie of the Year odds for the 2021 NFL season, now that we went through the entire NFL draft. And lo and behold, Michael Parsons was the betting favorite. You can get him at 4-1 to odds to win NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. Maybe not necessarily the best bang for your buck, but again, he is the favorite. And that says something about what he is going to bring to the table for the Dallas Cowboys. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. Doesn't matter what you're looking for. There's baseball, basketball, hockey. It's all on the board. And of course, you can get those futures for NFL, for college football. You can even check out some odds for UFC and MMA action. They've got it all covered at Bet Online. All you have to do is sign up for a free account on betonline.ag. You can do it on your laptop or your desktop or even on your mobile phone. Sign up today and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. If you're still on the lookout for a protein bar that tastes like a chocolate bar, helps you feel full, helps you feel good, and is something you can slide into whatever diet you may be on, whether you're looking to lose or maintain weight, or if you're on a keto diet, look no further. Built Bar is here for you. I know, I've been telling you guys about Built Bars for a while now, right? A really long time. It's because I am a big fan of the Built Bar. I make them a staple of my routine. They help me get through my morning breaks, and they will help you too. And it doesn't matter what your favorite flavor is, because odds are they've got one for you. They've got so many different flavors to choose from. They're always adding limited edition run flavors, including today, as I'm recording this podcast, just on their Twitter account today, bar underscore built. They announced the Sweet Fire Bar. What it is that they took delicious chocolate bar base, they mixed in pieces of real jalapeno, and they added some spice. I'm telling you, this is a bar available for Cinco de Mayo, and all you have to do is go to their website, and you can order some for yourself. Order some of the other flavors. Order a variety pack. Still need something from mom for Mother's Day? Well, just go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, load up on all of her favorite flavors, and send her a box. She's going to love you for it, and take that 15% you saved and buy her some flowers as well. Once again, use the promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Yesterday, over on NittanyAllianceWire.com, I reacted to ESPN's post-spring football power ranking, the top 25 power ranking put out by Mark Schleybeck. And I took a look to see where Penn State was in his power ranking. Now, Penn State did take a step back. They actually took two steps back, I think, as far as the post-spring power ranking was concerned no real big deal they were already floating around 20 or 21 they dropped one or two spots to 21 or 22 whatever the case was I was just kind of curious well if Penn State's falling down who's moving up and I was kind of surprised that Coastal Carolina of all teams was the team that leapfrogged over Penn State Coastal Carolina also jumped over Texas moving up a couple spots in this power ranking I'm not really sure what we could have seen from Coastal Carolina or what we saw from Texas or what we saw from Penn State that would cause that kind of a reaction unless it is just a move to throw out there to get people like me to react and say why is Penn State falling a couple spots? Well, you know what? Honestly, I do understand the logic suggesting that 
maybe everything isn't quite in sync with this Penn State team based on what we did see in spring practices, but we didn't get a typical spring game the way we typically do in a normal year. And I, I don't know how much we could have expected to see out of Penn State. Obviously, the, the offense, I believe, is going to come together. I think if that's your biggest concern, I think it's going to be addressed fairly quickly uh, early on in the season. I think the thing that this offense is going to be capable of doing is putting up points. I really do feel like Mike Yersich, new offense coordinator, with a third-year starting quarterback in Sean Clifford, a pretty good running back core, especially if they stay healthy, and continued development in the wide receivers and the tight end position behind what is supposedly going to be one of the best offensive lines that James Franklin has had to work with. This is an offense that is going to put a lot of nerves at ease, I think, once they get rolling. That's my hope, at least. That's my expectation. Maybe I'm a little bit optimistic. Maybe I'm naively optimistic. I don't know. But I do think that this Penn State offense is going to be just fine. And if you have some questions about the defense, I think there's one thing you can say about Penn State's defenses over the years. Maybe they're not going to be great on a regular basis, but they're going to be pretty darn good. They're going to keep you in so many games and give that offense a chance to win some games. Even last year, when Penn State just gave every reason to dig holes on offense and defense the defense held it together and allowed this game to not get too far away from Penn State the offense typically did come back a little bit and they made some runs and they made things a little bit interesting in some games Uh, so you're you're asking the defense to do a certain amount not necessarily let a game get out of control and for the most part they did do that so I feel like this is a Penn State team that is very capable of bouncing back are they a top 25 team absolutely are they top 15 team I think there's very good potential for that to be the case they obviously have to get off to a good start once the season gets rolling but again we have so much time to break down the schedule and I know I've already done a little bit on Athlon Sports and I know we're going to be doing it plenty on the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast but another ESPN ranking that came out that I wanted to throw into the mix real quick was the future defensive rankings over the next I think three seasons so 2021 2022 and 2023 overall where will Penn State's defensive unit stand compared to other programs around the country? Now, if you look at the preseason, you know, three-year defensive rolling ranking that was put out last year by ESPN, Penn State was coming in at number 10. And of course, at that time, I believe we expected that Micah Parsons was going to be playing. Uh, that certainly would have been a big factor in what Penn State's defense was going to be looking like. Uh, At the time, we thought that we were going to be getting a regular college football season, or at least somewhat regular college football season. I don't know exactly where we were actually a year ago right now because uh, we were still kind of a a couple months into everything shutting down. So maybe we were a little skeptical. And I forget exactly when Micah Parsons decided to opt out. But regardless, the uh, preseason or the, the future defensive ranking was at number 10 for 2020. And obviously, then we saw what happened in the 2020 season. And now Penn State coming out of the spring, uh, according to the same logic, is currently ranked 17th in the nation. So they've taken seven steps back as far as their defensive outlook for the next three seasons. I think that that might be a little negative because I think we are seeing some players really step up. I think the secondary is going to be in very good condition, especially with Kalen King uh, putting on the show that he did in spring football. I've said it once again, the linebackers, they're going to be there. The defensive line, they're going to be there. This is going to be a pretty good defensive unit, certainly top 20 caliber. But again, if you want to suggest that they have got some work to do to move up that ranking into the top 15, into the top 10, 
I will certainly not argue with that one bit. I think there is room for improvement. I think that there are some holes that can easily be plugged. Well, maybe I shouldn't say easily be plugged, but will be plugged. Just just what I think. Let me know what you think by reaching out to us on our Twitter account at LockedOnNittany. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. I thank you so much for following along and listening to us on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Again, we are on Apple Podcasts. They are working through some technical issues, so if things aren't updating in regularly, uh, just hang in there. Otherwise, we are available on the Odyssey app. We're also available on Spotify, and you can catch us wherever you get your podcasts. So leave those five-star rating reviews coming in. Screenshot them. Tweet them to us at Locked On Nittany. And, of course, like us on Facebook and check us out on Instagram and on Twitch. Today on the Locked On Today podcast are the Miami Heat headed for the play-in games. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with a Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I am Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB and check out all of our Penn State commentary over on NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today sports media group. I'm also a contributor to Athlon Sports. I've got some interesting stuff coming out about the Big Ten and Penn State. So you can look for that very soon. And, of course, you can also catch me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire. That's it for me. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Go ahead and check out the Locked On Today podcast. Also, check out Locked On Big Ten, Locked On Bets, all the good stuff going on across the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. I will talk to you all again tomorrow. 